r slash ask reddit psychologists of reddit have you ever been genuinely scared by a patient before what's your story saw a new client for our first session at my home practice we seemed to click and work together fine he said he wanted to work through some trauma he'd experienced when he was physically attacked by a previous psychologist Hearing about terrible psychologists always riles me up so I was immediately on his side. When I talked with my supervisor about the case a week later she asked me his full name, which never happened so I was weirded out immediately. She googled the name then and there and wordlessly handed me her iPad. It was full of news articles about this client and his attacks on psychologists in my local area. I obviously did not see him again but I was nervous for ages because he knew where I lived. This is terrifying. One of my fears is accidentally letting someone dangerous into my home. See mom, this is why I'm antisocial. Clinical psychologist here. I used to work in a prison and did a parole evaluation for an inmate that was a high ranking gang member in a national gang. By his account he was the highest ranking in the state. In fact he was placed in that prison to hold his people accountable and keep the peace. He had a long violent record and was, in my opinion, a genuine psychopath. Part of the eval is discussing the crime and assessing remorse and whatnot. He was so clinical in his description of how he tortured and left this guy to die over an unpaid debt. Live by the sword. Die by the sword was his phraseology for the act. Like it was nothing. He was also very nonchalant about his ability to take care of his business while inside. I believed him. He had only spent 18 months of his last 15 years outside of prison. My recommendation was not to parole him. There were various factors that I gave and in the end the parole board went with my recommendation. So the part that actually scared me, this was my first parole eval, was this guy's ability to affect the world outside. He could have sent someone to my house if he wanted to, I had no doubt about that. More experienced psychologists told me not to worry about it, that he knew the score and wouldn't take it personally. I had a hard to buying it. I was running a long term offender group a few months later and he was part of it. After the first group I pulled him aside and asked if we were good. He smiled at me and told me not to worry. I did my job and he didn't blame me for writing what I did because it was true. He went on to be a really insightful and active group member. Criminal defense lawyer here. A lot of those guys basically understand that we exist in the system. But that they're in a different role than they are. So, they might kill a guy for shorting them on cash because he's part of their world, but not be upset at the prosecutor who sends him to jail for a decade because that prosecutor isn't. It's an interesting disconnect. Not a psychologist but I used to work at a psych ward as security. We had this huge guy with schizophrenia detained in 1S, which is the ward for those who have been legally determined to be unfit and are not allowed to leave. When I say huge, I mean he was like 6 feet 5 gigantic muscles and he used to be an MMA fighter. Real nice guy when medicated but when in psychosis, he was not someone you'd want to go toe to toe with. We would sometimes have to call police to help us deal with him. One officer would arrive, take a look at him and go an open call for backup. So one day I was guarding the entrance to 1S. He was doing fairly okay so he wasn't confined to his room and was allowed to walk around the supervised communal space. He puts down his magazine, goes into his room and then walks out naked. Dude walks up to me, stands about an inch away and looks down at me, I mean way down, as I'm only 5 feet 3, he tells me he's leaving. I asked if he would like some shoes or a gown, he says no, 
he's leaving and I better step aside. So I did. You better believe I stepped the duck aside and let him walk out. I followed him at a safe distance through the psych ward where everyone basically pinned themselves against the wall to get away, and out into the parking lot while on the call with the cops. I can't leave the ground so once he was off hospital property, I could only inform the police to which way he was running, which was down into a heavily populated downtown core. Not even 15 minutes later, he comes back and walks back into the lobby of the ward and asks for me. He wants shoes after all, not a robe, but shoes. So I bring him shoes to prevent him from getting violent and off he goes again as I repeat the process, following him to the edge of the grounds and calling the cops. Cops bring him back and put him into his secure room. However once he is in there, they are not allowed to restrain past a certain point. So the whole security team assembles, which is me and about 5 men. They decide I'm to hold a leg as I'm small and legs are easier to restrain. So we go into the room in a triangle formation with me as the last to enter. He must have missed when I came in the door, because he started screaming that I was a shapeshifter and freaking out. It took us about 30 minutes of restraining him before he was medicated enough to calm down. Fast forward maybe 2 years later, I'm no longer security or live in the town, but I went for a metal show. I joked to friends that I was worried someone I had dealt with in the hospital might recognize me and have bad memories. Lo and behold, there is MMA fighter taking shots at the bar. Now I know that he shouldn't be drinking with his meds but hey, it's been 2 years and I don't know anything about his current health status so whatever. I still tried to avoid him in case he remembered my shape shifting. At one point our lines to the bar coincided, and I ended up standing next to him. He looked up at me, looked down and then looked back up and stared. Hard, I could tell he recognized me but I could also tell that he was trying to figure out from where. The entire night I could see him lingering around me, staring with this befuddled expression on his face. I was a tad scared. Once when I was a medical student I was asked to see a patient in the psychiatric unit of the emergency room. I walked in with my short white coat and clipboard and asked the guy what brought him in today and what was wrong. He looked me dead in the eyes with foamy saliva dribbling from the corner of his mouth and a strange smell in the air and said the devil told me to kill you and kill myself. He was sweaty and his eyes were bloodshot and his whiffer beater had dark red brown stains on it. The door was behind him and I wasn't sure I could make it there before something bad happened. No idea if he had a weapon on him. Was afraid of calling loudly for help. I was in a quiet corner of the air and I felt like I would have had to yell to get attention and I didn't want to startle him. I stayed there for a half hour and asked him more questions. Slipped out when he started to look sleepy. When I was studying psychology my final year, I had the opportunity to meet with convicted felons. Essentially, I sat down and spoke to a man, in his 30s-ish, who was a sexual offender. He told me he used to marry women and then rape their young daughters. Each was in the range of 6-7 years old. I listened to him explain it. It was literally my instructions not to judge them. I had to sign a waiver to not get emotional. So I asked him about the home life of those he abused. Head say that some of the women he married had other children and in one case there was an older sister who was 13. But he would never ever touch her. Head drop her off at school. Where he told me he was never into any of the children he saw. And take her to practice and friend's house. And while she was gone. Head go back and rape her 6 year old sister. He told me that it really isn't always about being attracted to prepubescent girls, it's about the dominance and power that come with having sex with them. He's being rehabilitated now though, 
Weird part was that I wasn't sure if he was acting remorseful. BC if he was. He is amazing at it. He was just very open to my questions and expressed regret and I almost believed him. However when I met a man who was convicted of child porn, his I feel terrible s were transparent and so full of shit it was disgusting. My professors warned me about manipulation, so that was easy to catch on to, but with the previous guy, he was either an impeccable liar and manipulator, or he genuinely wanted to get better. Crazy. Edit. Grammar mistake clarity. I'm a therapist, but not a psychologist if that matters. I used to work in a facility for kids and adolescents with pretty intense behavioral issues. Even when a client was aggressive, I was usually able to de-escalate them and I generally didn't feel unsafe. In fact, most of the time I was concerned about their safety during outbursts. With one exception, I had a client that was pretty strong and prone to intense tantruming. This client was acting in a way that wasn't safe, had a plan to seriously hurt another resident I think, so I had to put them on restriction, within staff eyesight at all times. Their response was to run up to me and attempt to choke me. Luckily the staff got there in time and prevented this kid from seriously hurting me. On another occasion, this same client also took apart their curtain rod in their bedroom and swung it at my head. I dodged in time. Oddly enough, this client and I had a pretty good relationship the other 99% of the time and I generally enjoyed working with them. A very sweet, mostly blind teenager who was going through his first psychotic break and had a love of martial arts. Taekwondo, if I remember correctly, like, was really, really, really good at it. He couldn't see and would practice kicks, and at one point, accidentally kicked one of the reinforced shatterproof windows in the quiet room. Think padded room without the padding. Turns out they were shatter resistant. He destroyed it with that kick. Why those particular details? Because he would practice his kicks everywhere, was mostly blind, and the one time he flipped up to practice one and I was walking around the corner, it came little centimeters from my face, and I felt the impact of it against the air, like a physical force bashing into my face. Sweetest kid in the world, he would have been horrified if it had connected, because things would have broken, a lot of things. He also grabbed my arm once in a suddenly firm grasp and asked if I wanted to do taekwondo with him. No. No I did not. You met daredevil. Clinical psychologist in training here. I've never been afraid, but my friend had a client once who made her extremely uncomfortable. Without revealing any information that could break confidentiality, I will say that he had issues with masturbating too much, and not doing much else and at one point asked my friend if they could watch porn together in the next session so he could show her what he does. At another time, he talked about his masturbation habits while touching his dong through his pants a bit. Totally inappropriate behavior, obviously. This client had lots of other issues, but when these things came up, her supervisor took her off the case because it wasn't suitable for training and my friend didn't feel safe. Not a psychologist, but saw a breakdown in my ex that scared me senseless. He had just started meds and the meds reacted horribly with him for whatever reason. He mostly had hallucinations, but sometimes he'd black out and do activities and not remember them. He would call me screaming at 3am and he didn't remember a second of it. Any of it. He had hallucinations before, but they got increasingly dangerous with these meds. In particular, I think of one instance, while on the phone during an episode. 
he said. I boiled some water. I asked why, as it was 3am, and he replied eerily calmly they told me I have to stick my hand in here. It was absolutely terrifying. I finally begged him to go to the hospital that following morning to ask for a medication change and he begrudgingly obliged. While he was there, he started throwing up blood and had to get his stomach pumped. Turns out, in one of his blackouts, he swallowed his entire bottle of medication. Not a psych but my dad is a retired forensic one. He's got far too many stories but his first ever murder case decades ago as a noob was a rough one. It involved a guy who kept asking this girl out. She made it clear numerous times that she wasn't interested, but the guy wasn't having it and just kept harassing her. Finally, one day he followed her home where he stabbed her parents and the family dog to death. I don't really want to hear about any of his other cases. Item our head out. Not a psychologist but I work at a psych hospital. Your first experience with a patient attempting to seriously injure or kill you is always frightening, but most of the time, at least at my workplace, it's more heartbreaking than scary. Whoa, you made it to the end? You're a ducking beast. I'll cut you a deal. Smash like and subscribe for more curated content bruh. It's free and that's a great price.